are we kidding? Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special Who Are We Kidding? I am actually sitting in my bedroom with Meg. What? I'm here. And we are going to attempt to record an episode for the second time. (laughs) Yeah. The reason this is a very special episode is because maybe about 10 days ago, we had some super deep thoughts. We we got on a call. We made ourselves a cocktail. We talked it into the ground. We came to some breathtaking conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) And then I deleted the audio tracks. (laughs) Both of them. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, just straight up deleted every region in the track. Nowhere to be found. Didn't back it up. Lesson learned. And it was kind of devastating. <laughs> so here we are together. Yeah. In Carla's awesome. closet. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday night. <laughs> We've had plenty of cocktails. We've had a few drinks deep. And we're going to kind of talk about the topic of conversation we were going to talk about before um but funny enough we've moved to a little bit of a different place with it i'm gonna let i'm gonna let carla take it from here for a second okay so here's the thing um (laughs) we were going to talk about that feeling you get where you're like what's next what what now like is this it is this my life what am i supposed to be doing these deep existential Excuse me. Let's try that again. (laughs) These deep existential questions that were really giving us a lot of thought a week ago. Yeah, like I was staying up at night kind of feeling like, is this everyday life? Like, am I doing enough? Am I even doing the right thing? And what do I do next? And how do I figure it out? And (laughs) here we are, 10 days later, we don't give a fuck about that. There's just really no, I think the lesson, the takeaway is sit with those thoughts. Because they're just going to leave you any minute. Just say hi. Oh, how are you? I I never thought you'd come. Oh, there you go again. It's not, it's really nothing to worry about, guys. Yeah, like leaves on a river. Yeah. Here and gone. Just. Oh man! So to be like totally real and frank, now we just kind of don't know what the fuck to do. But I mean, I guess we could talk a little bit about like how we were both feeling. That yeah. <laughs> if we can even remember now, we could. Um, we were feeling pretty down, each of us. Um, n- not not sad or anything, but like like a little bit stagnant. I think we'd both kind of gotten to a point where life was like sort of working and functioning and we were sort of feeling bored maybe by the day-to-day of it really what I think it is now that we're sitting in the same room together feeling like we don't care is that um (laughs) we were we got a breath we got to like catch our breath a tiny bit and apparently that's terrifying because we're so used to doing running at full throttle and now we're back at it. I ripped up my kitchen floor and Meg's in editing hell. So yeah, I'm like I'm too busy to eyeball care. deep again in the middle of shooting weddings. I think I had like, you know, three weeks around the time I took that vacation. I was sort of getting caught up and I was feeling relaxed for a second. And then the relax turned to terror. And then, <laughs> and then the terror turned to will. indifference. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but just to clarify that a little bit, like, 
I, I one of the things we talked about was sort of um, how life can kind of have like a path sort of laid out for you. That was one important thing we talked about that even now that I don't care <laughs> about what's next, I still did think that was kind of an interesting idea that came up. Like you can sort of go through stages of life and check off these boxes. Yes. Like you're a kid, you don't have to worry about it. Everything's laid out for you. You go to school, you try to do your best, you get it done. You maybe apply to a college or decide a career path you want to take. In our case, we went to a college we chose. We graduated from that college. Then you get out. You're finding a career. You're finding a person. Like you're having kids in your case. There's sort of like this like list that just happens maybe automatically. And then suddenly you check all the stuff off the list and life slows down for a half a second and you go, oh my God, is this just, it's like the doldrum years of life. You're just going to do this for a really long time. Does anything change? Like what else do you do? Yeah. Or you just freak out that you don't have another thing set up. Like <clears throat> what's the next on the list? Like I loved checking off all those boxes, but then I got a little frantic thinking like, oh, what, like what's the next box? Yeah. Like, is it just, this is it? I don't know. And and then part of me is like, well, what's so bad about that? What's wrong with a little bit of like less striving and a little more coasting? Yeah, some of... periods of coasting should feel really nice. And the funniest part of that feeling we were having is like, it was, what was it really? A month of a feeling of coasting? Like one month? Like not even. Not even? Yeah. And now I don't feel coasting anymore. So like I've forgotten about those feelings of what I was yeah the five-year plan went right out the window when like four <laughs> things got busy that was enough yeah totally right. suddenly like you know the house you're in is working your finances are maybe kind of working they're doing okay your business is working your kids are doing good and you kind of just fucking freak out for a second and you yeah. feel like like either I relax into this or I strive towards something more and I don't even know what that is yes and I feel like I have a really hard time not having something to strive for. And clearly, I just needed to like sit with that uncomfortable feeling for a minute because <laughs> and then you my chose life the, is plenty full. The next thing you needed to strive for was to rip all the floors out of your kitchen. Yeah, like <laughs> that's just what I needed to do with my bare hands. Because um, I couldn't mop it again because it was gross and I hated it. So you just decided rather than mop this, I'm just going to tear it up. I mopped it first because it was gross. And then I tore it up. That's that's how that's happening. That was basically yeah. <laughs> the answer to that conundrum. Yeah. I don't even know if I came to an answer. I mean, you know, like we're, we're kind of at the point where we're talking more seriously about having kids. So that was sort of our what's next but even that is still a like a little bit down the road it's like mm -hmm. not what's immediately next sure so all of a sudden what was immediately next was like you know get through these next rounds of of weddings of shooting yeah um you know do your best on them do the edits and then the suddenly it'll be the holidays like oh, i God. didn't even get time to choose something next right. it just fucking chose me and I immediately felt overwhelmed again and now I almost missed that vacant feeling that was <laughs> happening for a week like are we so never you... going to be happy with what the the current situation actually is I don't know it's so hard <laughs> being a grown-up is hard <laughs> I will say Meg that I remember that you 
had noticed that the feeling seemed to creep up when you spent every waking moment editing. So to oh, me, yeah, I did say that. To me, it was sort of your your psyche saying, "Hey, figure out a plan so that this doesn't like so that this isn't our life because we don't want to just sit in a room and stare at a computer." You're totally right. Really, really good point. Actually, it's really weird to record this again because since we don't make like endless notes or anything like and I don't have the audio tracks anymore we have yours I guess we could piece it together from that but we honestly don't fucking remember what we talked about and why it felt so important but that was part of it yeah good memory um yeah I would sit there for days on end and when I'm in the midst of those editing times I have like less and less contact with the outside world (laughs) and it makes me go a little bit crazy and I did have that feeling of like if you're daily life adds up to your overall life I don't particularly want my daily life to be spent like alone in a room staring at a computer yeah so I did I kind of had a freak out it was weird I think for me sometimes um one thing that we had touched on and now that I'm reflecting on it sometimes for me the feeling of like what's my next big goal or what am I gonna accomplish next is more this like drive to appease like my 16 year old self like this idea that I had of what I would accomplish as an adult Mm -hmm. that maybe isn't even I don't think it's even in line with like my current values I think that yeah I'm kind of how could it be like you're so different as a kid than you are you know like I I want to please her but she was a fucking naive bitch like I don't it's I don't know what to tell you girlfriend like not gonna happen what do you think are some of the things that you you felt like you'd strive for that you let go of now I think a more accomplished career more like uh financial security those kind of things Mm -hmm. I think um I expected more of myself in that regard right and I you know of course you think you're gonna be like the perfect mother duh like, I was a great mom before I had kids. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that the thing? Um, so there's also just the, you know, uh, but I think that a lot of it has to do with just, like, yeah, getting comfortable with, like, letting go of shit I don't need anymore. Like, I don't need the expectations of a 16-year-old. I can have new grown-up 34-year-old expectations. Yeah, and there's something nice about seeing those expectations not as, like, a form of settling at all, but of just, like, kind of being fucking realistic. Right, and also just being super happy with something that's maybe a life that's perhaps smaller than something you see on a movie screen or whatever it is I had in my head. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely the day-to-day, I think, for most people doesn't feel like a grand gesture of life. (laughs) Yeah. And so <laughs> some days are just yeah. ripping up floors and trying not to scream at your children. Uh, that's just your day. <laughs> or being alone in a room just staring at a computer <laughs> exactly. for hours on end. That's funny that you think back to like what you thought of when you were a kid. I, I to be honest, can't even really remember that. I think I kind of had blinders on. Like I sort of had laser focus of like, I'm going to be a photographer. Like I think yeah. that's all I thought. I didn't even know what kind. 
But you're told you fucking did. But it. remember That's when awesome. we were in college, like we never talked about what I would actually shoot. I was just majoring in photography. It was like, oh, cool. You you're going to take pictures. Take a picture of something. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I take a lot of pictures of a lot of things now. So that's cool. I feel like I should be excited that I accomplished that. Yeah. And I am. But when you're in the thick of like what it actually means to work on something, it doesn't feel like that accomplishment you had in mind. Right. Because it's not just all like dancing around in a field with your camera. <laughs> I did shoot Turns a really out. rad wedding in a field the other day. Nice. I should have just danced then. You, then totally, I- <laughs> you should have leapt and shot at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that the, I mean, we talked about in a previous episode, the idea of like motherhood not always being, you know, what you envisioned. And I think that's true of any adult endeavor. Like, you can't envision every, like, I mean, sometimes, you know, they always say, like, do what you love and it's not work. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> you know what? I think, like, <laughs> this is a different you. path we could go down, but I think society at large has been sold a fucking bill of goods on that one. Like, yes. we all drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. We all drink the, like, run your own business, follow, do you, follow your bliss yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Kool-Aid. And yeah. I think a lot of people are, like coming to terms with what that really means now (laughs) totally okay like you wouldn't your bliss was to be a photographer you don't want to change that but there are aspects of the business that blow that's just the reality of like making money there's gonna be something about it that sucks or just living your life like I always wanted to be a mom I love being a mom I certainly don't get paid to be a mom so it's not like yeah I'm earning my living yeah and I also don't always love being a mom there's times when it's just fucking hard. Totally. And that's true no matter what it is that you pick. It's just like, I mean, that's just the reality of life. Like, it can't always be, like you said, this grand gesture, this beautiful, yeah. awesome thing. There's going to be hard parts of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, maybe it's the case <laughs> that feeling we were feeling that we both can't really access now mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> Maybe that feeling of anxiety and the what next and stuff comes during those times when it's not really fucking great and it's not really fucking hard. It's sort of just like steady state somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think you're right. Because when it's really hard, then you're focused on that. When it's really awesome, then there's clearly you're just like enjoying that. So yeah, it's these times like... I think we need to just start looking at them as like times for reflection instead of freaking out because they're clearly going to pass. So I think we would have clearly I think we would have gotten a lot more out of it. (laughs) Want to try to re-record an episode? Sure. Do you remember what you talked about? No. Do you even feel the same way? Not really. No. I I seriously told Meg, I'm like, I can't get it up for this. I don't. don't, A a very special episode of who are we kidding? (laughs) I don't care anymore. No, I don't care either. You know, one really nice thing that happened, though, is coming out of that feeling um, and going into a busy time. I will say at least, like, I've had a lot of really rad weddings this year. A lot of them I've been super psyched on. And the last um, little round I shot coming out of this feeling were, like, super beautiful and super inspiring and people that were, like hyper connected and in love with each other so that meant a lot like thank god if I was gonna shoot from this kind of doldrums feeling into like hardcore crazy busyness at least I had that like bonus of coming coming out into that rather than into like 
super high stress situations or totally really packed timelines or I don't know whatever yeah yeah we well we went on a vacation I finally got my my jelly on my biscuit yeah the jelly on your biscuit from the other episode was vacation and you got one we finally went on a vacation so I think that sort of snapped me out of it like I just needed to actually relax and decompress and then come back and be my same crazy self and do a million things and not really worry about it maybe the whole answer to to like the what's next question is just to get out of your um how do I say this like your current day-to-day situation just for a little bit like a weekend or whatever to step away from the minutiae of life so to speak so that you can figure out which pieces of minutiae you can try to get rid of totally totally or come back and kind of be like oh this minutiae is not that bad no like uh, this is kind of a weird tangent but do you ever (laughs) lately I've been thinking about (laughs) this is such a weird thing to say um do you ever get up in the morning and do the exact same thing in the exact same order every morning of your life? Maybe kids change that. Um, Pretty much, yes. Okay, like I get out of bed, I walk in the bathroom, I immediately have to pee. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> no, that's normal. I immediately brush my teeth. I cannot handle one more second of morning breath. <laughs> really? I have to have my coffee first. Oh my God, Craig has his coffee first too. Yeah, because it, the mint is going to ruin your coffee. I don't know. I think I chug a little bit of water in between. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's good. It's and probably better. And then go directly into the coffee. But that, for some reason, oh, I forgot. I go in and I start the water first. Mm-hmm. Then there's the, and then, then there's pee, then there's brush your teeth, mm-hmm. then there's go make the coffee. Mm-hmm. For some reason, <laughs> it's like the love song of J. Alfred Proofrock or something. Like, <laughs> my life is measured out in teaspoons or whatever the fuck he says. Maybe it's coffee oh spoons. God, Remember God. that depressing poem? <laughs> We're getting dark here on Who Are We? Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's weird. Sometimes it occurs to me and I go, oh, my God, I could do this basically 360 days, like, out of the year. Like, maybe there's five where you don't for whatever oh my God. <laughs> I get it more with things like um, switching loads of laundry, which I oh, swear Jesus. to God, not a day goes by. It does. I don't know what time it happens, but, like, there's never not laundry. There just really is never not laundry so sometimes I just kind of go like is this am I a washerwoman like is this my <laughs> life and my husband even helps with the laundry like oh, no. there's fucking no end this is what I get for trying to save the environment we don't have any paper towels or <laughs> paper oh, napkins wow. or I admire that I had to let that go anything. since we do a laundromat in the city yeah. I had to just use the paper towels but man if I ever get a washer and dryer yeah. and I mean I don't you. even have the cloth diapers now but it's still it's just there's it's just never not laundry and so I get, I get that feeling of like... Like you pull out, like, say, that red shirt that I'm looking at right now mm-hmm. in your closet. <laughs> We're in the Sitting closet. here recording. And you think, like, I just washed this. Yeah. I just washed it's it. It's not really my clothes. It's the kids' clothes. It's like, the kids' clothes, yeah. My clothes don't get washed that often, hmm. comparatively. Although I will say that, like, the second that I have brand clean jeans on and they fit so good because they just came out of the dryer... Then you're a like sticky, grotesque hand will just oh. hit that leg within five seconds. Oh god! And then you're like, "What's next? More laundry? Maybe yes. that's the name of this episode." Oh my god! What's next? <laughs> What's next? More laundry? Who cares? <laughs> it's my life. It's my life. Okay, now that we've gone to like a really depressing K hole here, <laughs> it's time for something funny, yeah. namely a segment called. 
You had a song last time. I did. Shit. shit. It's called Commercial Breakdown. Yeah. We're not that funny. We're in a closet. We're both drunk. It's Sunday night. You it's, know what the segment is, right? Yeah. We're, we're going to lose our <laughs> shit over some bad advertisement. That's what's going to happen now. Ooh, that's the perfect little... Um, little elevator pitch i like it good job (laughs) fuck the song that was that was very concise um okay so my commercial breakdown for this week um is a little bit different because it's not an actual commercial on tv or the internet it's on the internet it is basically these ads that i guess you could call a clickbait Mm -hmm. on facebook and so they say things like Self-love promoter Megan Trainer shows off amazing new body transformation, leaving us speechless. I just straight up read that headline because yeah. I pulled up in the page. Um, so if you get sucked really quick into like, you know, the K-hole of like bad body image or you want to know like, is there some th- way this woman lost all this weight or is there some drama around what she did? And you click on it, which you shouldn't, but let's be real. I did. <laughs> I don't even like Megan Trainer, And then... It goes to a website that isn't anything about that story or that person aside from a quick snippet. And the rest of it is just a fucking ad for something called Ultra Premium Garcinia Cambogia. And it's a fucking diet pill. It grossed me out so bad. I would like to say that <laughs> I called last time you having did. no prior recollection of anything to do with this. That Dr. Oz was hawking this product. Yes. I called it. You did. You called it. And I was like, what? Yeah. Because he loves to sell a fucking diet aid. He is a scourge on this earth. He is. He's the modern day snake oil salesman. He is. He's a modern day snake oil salesman. He's selling women diet pills. This shit is not like approved by the FDA. Uh, Don't even get me started on the FDA. I know there's problems with it, but it is an organization that's meant to keep us from, you know, drinking like juice from beaver scrotums or whatever was in that fucking juice recently you know what i mean like there's a reason it's there and people are buying these diet pills and they're being tricky with how they sell them and so i clicked on it and i just about threw my laptop across the room i was so mad and i and that megan trainer can't lose the weight because she's a skinny girl hater yeah yeah so there's that because she did the body shaming against the girls that were thin so right. she doesn't get right. to no one can win and now she's gonna like lose weight and then on a diet pill maybe trouble? and then everyone's gonna be mad and we're worried she about the base never came anywhere near that <clears throat> pill that's yeah that was uh, probably photoshopped within an inch of its life like everything is and she probably had a trainer and that song blows oh it's i the hate that song i fucking hate if that i have song. to hear it one more time I'm, i might stab myself in the ear yeah she needs to go <laughs> commercial breakdown oh my god you're up okay um so i've been watching a lot of hulu lately um if you have that check out the show you're the worst it's really good i like it but when you watch that show they've decided to advertise the same like three advertisements over and over again for that show so binge watching it can be kind of stressful oh yeah totally and apparently I, it's a show for promiscuous women because it's like <laughs> HPV and Plan B. And the one that I really have a problem with is a NuvaRing ad. Uh-huh. Okay. You guys, I hate it so much. 
It's this, it's basically what they're saying with the ad is, oh, you pretty little lady. (laughs) You've got way too much on your mind to think about taking a little pill every day. Oh, no. Like, it's the most condescending, hideous. I don't know how it got through, like, everyone, like, that no one at the ad agency or anywhere was like, I think women are going to find this offensive. Like, it is so offensive. Do you think it's just a bunch of dudes that made it? It's all dudes. It's like Larry and Joe and they're like Todd was in their 60s. And they (laughs) they have no idea what's happening on the street. Wait, so what are they saying in the commercial? So the commercial is this woman. She's a cartoon. And her thoughts are like in her really bad like mall hairdo. There's like pictures of her thoughts. But basically it's like... Well, let's see. That meeting got rescheduled. I really want to make it to yoga. I wonder what I should get Bob for his birthday. (laughs) Uh, Like, and then it's like, you're a busy woman. You can't possibly be bothered with taking the pill. Oh, that's extra offensive because it's like, you're a busy woman. You can't possibly be bothered to deal with your own family planning and decide no, how yeah, you want to no. live your life. No, no, not at all. And like when she thinks of her boyfriend, she sees like a gold watch. Apparently, what a douchebag! It's so <laughs> douchey. Everything is so douchey. And so the solution is the Nuva Ring, which then, of course, they also do the million hours of like how it's going to kill you if you use it, which is just all birth, con- you know, normal birth control things. It's like, yeah, this is not meant for women with that, blah, 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 you know. Yeah, totally. Um, I just hate it. I want to shut it down. While they're rattling off all of the side effects, she's sitting in a yoga class with like a lotus flower in her vapid mind. (laughs) And I just can't, like, I hate it. I hate it so much. She's too busy, like, shopping and scheduling meetings. And thinking about Bob. And you know what? The thing is, taking a pill every day is annoying. And it would be totally fine if they marketed it in the way of like, dude, doesn't this suck? And then it sucks balls when you forget. Like, try yeah, the new ring. But yeah. they don't know. It was like so Because that's the thing. No one's perfect. I had times when I, you know, was on birth control pills. And it was it was definitely annoying to take it at the same time every day. And sure. I forgot, you know, a handful of times over those years. And yeah, it sucks. Yeah. that Like, so that's fine. The premise of like... You got shit to do, screw worrying about the pill, is fine. But that's not the way they're selling the product at all, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry if there are any like people that love the Nuva Ring, but that's <laughs> one of the shittiest forms of birth control I've ever experienced. It's the worst. In my life. Second only to maybe that shot that our roommate in college got and just oh got violently God. ill for like she three months. Yeah, I never got yeah. that. But I've tried a few different kinds. And I'm here to tell you that spiel they give you in part of the commercial where they're like, oh, and you can just wear it during sex. Yeah, just put it on. Totally not true. (laughs) You can wear it during sex if you want to live in fear for the next 24 hours that maybe it got shoved so far up inside you, you can't find it. Only to have your boyfriend call you later and say that he was in bed and it stuck on his toe. So, <laughs> just so fun. So, sorry, I'm just going to put that little it's piece of awesome. personal information out there. It totally came out after it pinched my cervix, and oh then I couldn't God. find it, and it's it was worst. in my guy's bed. 
don't use it. That was it. That was the, I didn't like it to begin with, and I was fucking over it after that. Yeah. Anyway. No. Fuck you, Nuvering. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we have to say about that. <laughs> that was a rousing round of commercial breakdown. <laughs> okay. So I think when we originally talked about this um, fear or thought or whatever last time, we kind of went into the <clears throat> feeling of where it might have come from in order to try to track it down. Yeah. Kind of touched on that. I honestly don't know if I really care anymore where it came no. from. Well, we <laughs> wanted, I, here's, here's what I think we wanted to blame it on. I'm not sure this is really where it came from. We were both like, yeah, that social media, that's the... <laughs> That was, let's let's blame it on those other bitches that are getting shit done. You know where and I think it comes blame. from? Social media. Social, Social media. media. That's the culprit. Uh, yeah. No, I think we were just having a moment. I mean, it doesn't help to feel like everybody else is accomplishing everything while you're sitting like with your broken toe at the bottom of the mountain. Where, did you have a broken toe at the bottom no, of it? and you're like you've got your pack and everything but you can't even do it i'm a wait carla when were you hiking what happened it was a metaphorical that's broken actually a super solid metaphor i just missed it it's been a long day Um, yeah yeah Maybe we should always re-record an episode and see if we still care about what we were talking about the first time. That would be nice. We should. We could do like a really fun wrap-up at the end of our season where we go through each topic and be like, yeah, this is where we are. Yeah, totally. Now. That didn't last. <laughs> we will, we'll do a special update yeah. episode. <laughs> but we did. We decided at that point we blamed social media, mm-hmm. which is probably the, the top of the list. Super easy one. Don't even have to dig for that. No, it's right there. We kind of blamed other people. We were (laughs) through social media or in our own lives. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was mad at one person in particular I ran into who just listed off a whole bunch of accomplishments that she had recently checked off of her list and then asked me how I was like she didn't really care. And I just went, I'm fine. (laughs) It was depressing. It was super depressing. I'm better now that I've heard what you've been up to. Yeah, totally. Maybe you could write that all down for me and I can keep track of it. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> this is where we need like um those little cards i want to make that just say try harder oh and that's you could funny just, you, <laughs> could just, you could have just handed it to him and be like congratulations <laughs> try harder we could have actually used those a lot in dating years so i think um you know to transition to what does bring you out of that feeling um jason helped craig yeah, helped yeah talking to each other helped Time helped. Getting busy again helped. Yeah. Ripping up your floors helped. Totally. And then just kind of like not fucking caring helped. <laughs> yeah. Who are we kidding? I think just <laughs> how letting important it go. Is it? Just like le- having the feeling and not holding the feeling. Just okay. And then goodbye. So basically Carla and I are um like Buddhist monks. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've nailed it, guys. It's. <laughs> Like I said before, leaves on a river, people. Mm-hmm. Anything that seems important to you now might not be in just a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just find like some really good Netflix and ride it out. Yeah. I think that's solid advice. <laughs> I'm going to move that to number one. Even above okay. talking to your family yeah. and friends and loved ones, ride out the Netflix wave. Yeah. Binge watch something. And just get off the social medias. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't look at that. 
All right. Well, that was good. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing we might want to talk about is the best worst thing. <gasps> yeah. What's your best worst thing? Um, okay. So this week, my best worst thing is having a clean house. Mm. So first of all. It looks super sweet in here, by the way. Hey, thanks. If everyone <laughs> wants to play their world's tiniest violin for me because... If you followed our Day in a Life episode, I had cleaning ladies, and I no longer have a cleaning staff <sighs> every two weeks. That yeah. was my best Napoleon Dynamite sadness. Poor me. <laughs> That's okay. I, I was sad. Um, yeah, but saving some dollars, cleaning my own house. Um, and here's the thing. Love having the house clean. It's awesome to have it clean. That's pretty much the best. I love the idea of like people coming over and me not being super embarrassed. And I also just like things being really clean. Um, and like the kids do better when stuff's picked up. And that's really interesting. Are they just like, are they calmer or are I they think like that everybody's just more chill? Hmm. And it's easier to like get something out and play with it when there's not like everything out to play with all at once. No, like yeah. they just sort of. Um, so that is all fine and dandy, but it's also the worst thing because it's impossible to have small children and have a clean house. So then you just turn into like a psycho if you try to maintain <laughs> your house. So but like the best thing is so having hard. it, the worst the thing, best is, thing is having it. it, the worst thing is trying to keep it. I oh, can't. Yeah, totally. Like, so then I'm like trying not to turn into like a rage monster <laughs> but I don't want it to just all fall apart again. It's because you can like fast forward 25 years and see one of them in therapy being like, I just really felt worried every time I took out a new Lego. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. I like we don't need like and I'm like the fun creative mom that like you can get out a bunch of like glue and glitter and shit and like I'm OK with it. So I'm trying to find some sort of a balance between having a clean house and not being a witch. <laughs> I haven't found it yet, um, but I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> so that's my best worst thing. It's awesome to have a clean house. It's kind of the worst to keep it that way. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That's, <laughs> that's solid. <laughs> um. My best worst thing is is not quite as timely now since I already recorded an episode and then deleted all the tracks, but it's still pretty timely because the worst thing is this election is giving me like severe oh anxiety God. and depression. I am not going to lie. I went in the other day. It probably was after watching the debates and I took one of the Ativan that was prescribed for my cat. <laughs> no, make to cat Ativan. I took cat Ativan, guys. To the guys. Oh, no. Hopefully none of the people like in my professional circle are listening to this. I legit. It's the same drug as they would give a human. It's just a really, really low dose it's for your less. cat. It's less. It's when okay. you have to take your cat in the car. <laughs> and you don't want it to shit. Yeah. Or if you're a human and you just watched the idea that Trump is in the running to be the president of the United States. You have to it, go take a cat van. You do because it's it's an embarrassment. Yeah. I'm not trying to hide any parts of myself on this podcast anymore. Mm. <laughs> I no. took an animal tranquilizer. You took an animal tranquilizer <laughs> and you despise Donald Trump. And I fucking hate him. Amen. It's giving me so much rage and so much sadness and so much anxiety. 
that's the worst thing i will that leave is it there ri- that is it's solid right but the best thing that came out of it is that people are being funny it's, like it's tragedy really and like intense anger sometimes makes certain people really funny and um the funniest thing that i saw recently was <clears throat> from one of our favorite podcasts that Carla actually pointed me to. Yeah. The girls from Call Your Girlfriend are so funny. And they were talking uh, recently, I think it's episode 61, if anyone wants to look it up. They were talking about all the rage and sadness and anger they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't even say Trump's name. No, it's Ivanka's dad. They call him Ivanka's dad, which is super <laughs> rad. These girls are hilarious. And one of them referred to Donald Trump as a sentient nacho. <laughs> It's awesome. And also the human poop emoji. Yeah, the human poop emoji. Like the two she used it just back to back, same yep. sentence. I could only aspire to be that hilarious and it really brightened my mood. It was it was the best thing. It is. It yeah. I mean the the only way to get through this election cycle is with is to take your humor. cat's drugs. Oh my god. <laughs> I was gonna say a sense of humor, but also take okay. it take your sense of humor drugs. second. Cats drugs first. I don't have any cat drugs. Oh, I got the hookup for you. <laughs> They're easier to get oh than people god. drugs, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, getting to know you in your closet. <laughs> anyway, oh, guys, solid best worst thing. And uh, that's that's where we're at. Uh, we hope that you're not struggling with the what now question. All we can say is it's coming. Yeah. Whatever's next, it's just going to come and then you're not going to care. Anymore. Yeah. And then if that's come probably what's next is the feeling of what's next and you're going to freak out for a second (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then just trust us you really won't care and like if you listened to this entire episode I commend you we probably made almost zero sense (laughs) yes but there were a few funny moments but you're like 40 minutes in and you rode this out with us so so you have that to show for your life already yeah totally and just take our advice don't worry take a deep breath watch some Netflix Take a cat of Anne. <laughs> talk to your friend. And like Carla said, whatever's next is going to happen. Oh, and one thing that is next, we have an announcement that's kind of fun. Oh, yeah, you guys, we're going on a field trip. Come on a field trip to the city and watch a movie with us. That city is San Francisco. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Any city, we'll be there. Show up. <laughs> <laughs> we're northern californians so there's only one city the city san francisco um but we are going to go to a screening of a movie you guys this movie's so rad um it's called embrace and it is all about loving your body in whatever shape it's in it's super rad and it's the screening's happening on november 15th which is a tuesday Awesome. In, on Van Ness. And we will have all the info on our website. So um, go to whoarewekidding.com to get all the details. But we just need to grab tickets and we'll see you there. It's going to be really good. And we will also set up, um, we'll grab some drinks beforehand. and Yeah. And also for people that are feeling, if you feel at all overwhelmed about the idea of coming to san francisco on a tuesday night i know life gets busy but i will say it's at a very accessible and easy movie theater right on van s and there's a parking lot 
underneath the movie theater. Couldn't be easier. I believe the film screening's at seven. Is that right? Think it's seven or seven thirty, but we'll have all the like little details on our website and we'll be sharing a ton on social media. Please excuse the bath time shenanigans yeah. you might be hearing. <laughs> um, I think it's awesome. I'm not gonna edit it out. Those are shrieks of delight. I do you think? I think. Oh uh, no, that was oh. shriek of I want mom <laughs> and you're making me get in the bath. But anyway, they're staying. <laughs> but yeah, we will have all the res- um, all the info on the website, and um, you do need to purchase your ticket beforehand. It can't be a last minute decision because it's a small film, and they need to basically know how many people are coming. It's like a dinner party. Get yeah, your ticket. Yeah, let's just do it, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be so worth it. Yeah, come join us. Just the preview alone made me cry, so I'm into it. Yay! Well, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to Who Are We Kidding? Um, If you like us, pretty please tell the people at Apple that you enjoy our podcast by subscribing in iTunes and rating and reviewing us while we're there. That's how other people find out about us. And other people need to hear us ramble in a closet. Yeah, they'll they'll (laughs) like it, right? It's good times. Try it. Catavan for everyone. Yeah, Catavan all around. Thanks, everybody. Also, I have to pause for a second because it's really funny to look at you holding a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) We have to have a few studio moments. This is the extra liquor soaked edition of Who Are We Kidding? (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Thank you.